Talks with Swami Vivekananda, page number 240-240. About the motive of the actions of such personages, only this can be said. Everything they do like men is simply by way of sport. Chapter 33 On Art, Difference Between Indian and Western Arts, Seal of the Ramakrishna Mission, its significance, plan of the Ramakrishna Temple. Place, Belur Math, year 1901-1901. The disciple has come to the Math today accompanied by Srijit Ranaprasad Das Gupta, the founder and professor of the Jubilee Art Academy, Calcutta. Ranada Babu is an expert artist a learned man and an admirer of Swamiji. After the exchange of courtesies, Swamiji began to talk with Ranada Babu on various topics relating to art. Swamiji I had the opportunity of seeing the beauties of art of nearly every civilized country in the world, but I saw nothing like the development of art which took place in our country during the Buddhistic period. During the regime of the Mughal emperors also there was a marked development of art and the Taj and the Juma Masjid etc. are standing monuments of that culture. Art has its origin in the expression of some idea in whatever man produces. Where there is no expression of idea However, much there may be a display of colors and so on, it cannot be styled as true art. Even the articles of everyday use such as water vessels or cups or saucers should be fashioned so as to express an idea. In the Paris exhibition, I saw a wonderful figure carved in marble. In explanation of the figure, the following words were inscribed underneath. Art, unveiling nature, that is, how art sees the inner beauty of nature by drawing away with its own hands the covering veils. The work has been so designed as to indicate that the beauty of nature has not yet become fully unveiled, but the artist is fascinated as it were with the beauty of the little that has become manifest. One cannot refrain from praising the sculptor who has tried to express this exquisite idea. You should also try to produce something original like this. Ranada Babu Yes, I also have the desire to do some original modeling at leisure, but I meet no encouragement in this country. It is a poor country and there is want of appreciation. Swamiji If you can with your whole heart produce one real thing, if you can rightly express a single idea in art, it must win appreciation in course of time. A real thing never suffers from want of appreciation in this world. It is also heard that some artists have gained appreciation for their works a thousand years after their death. 
Ranada Babu. That is true. But we have become so worthless that we haven't got the courage to spend a lot of energy to no purpose. Through these five years struggle, I have succeeded to some extent. Bless me that my efforts be not in vain. Swamiji, if you set to work in right earnest, then you are sure to be successful. Whoever works at a thing heart and soul not only achieves success in it, but through his absorption in that, he also realizes the supreme truth, Brahman. Whoever works at the thing with his whole heart receives help from God. Ranada Babu What difference did you find between the art of the West and that of India? Swamiji It is nearly the same everywhere. Originality is rarely found. In those countries, pictures are painted with the help of models obtained by photographing various objects. But no sooner does one take the help of machinery than all originality vanishes. One cannot give expression to one's ideas. The ancient artists used to evolve original ideas from their brains and try to express them in their paintings. Now, the picture being a likeness of photographs the power of originality and the attempt to develop are getting scarce. But each nation has a characteristic of its own. In its manners and customs, in its mode of living, in painting and sculpture is found the expression of that characteristic idea. For instance, music and dancing in the West are all pointed in their expression. In dance, they look as if jerking the limbs. In instrumental music, the sounds prick the ear like a sword thrust as it were. So also in vocal music. In this country, on the other hand, the dance has a rolling wave-like movement and there is the same rounded movement in the varieties of pitch in vocal song, so also in instrumental music. Hence, with regard to art also, a different expression is found among different people. People who are very materialistic take nature as their ideal and try to express in art ideas allied thereto. While the people whose ideal is the transcendent reality beyond nature try to express that in art through the powers of nature. With regard to the former class of people, nature is the primary basis of art, while with the second class, ideality is the principal motive of artistic development. Thus, though starting with two different ideals in art, they have advanced in it each in its own way. Seeing some paintings in the West, you will mistake them for real, natural objects. With respect to this country also, when in ancient times sculpture attained a high degree of perfection, 
if you look at a statue of the period it will make you forget the material world and transport you to a new ideal world as in western countries paintings like those of the ancient are not produced now so in our country also attempts to give expression to original ideas in art are no longer seen for example the paintings from your art school have got no expression as it were it would be well if you try to paint the objects of everyday meditation of the hindus by giving in them the expression of ancient ideals ranada babu i feel much encouraged by your words i shall try to act up to your suggestions swami ji take for instance the figure of mother kali in it there is the union of the blissful and terrible aspects but in none of the pictures can be seen the true expression of these two aspects far from this there is no attempt to express adequately even one of these two aspects i have tried to put down some ideas of the terrible aspect of mother kali in my english poem kali the mother can you express those ideas in a picture ranada babu please let me know them swami ji had the poem brought from the library and began to read it out most impressively to ranada babu ranada babu silently listened to the poems and after a while as if visualizing the figure with his mind's eye he turned to swami ji with frightened looks swami ji well will you be swami ji well will you be able to express this idea in the picture ranada babu yes i shall try but it turns one's head even to imagine the idea swami ji after drawing the picture please show it to me then i will tell you about the points necessary to perfect it then swami ji had the design which he had sketched for the seal of the ramakrishna mission brought showed it to ranada babu and asked his opinion on it it depicted a lake in which a lotus blossomed and there was a swan and the whole was encircled by a serpent ranada babu at first could not catch the significance of it and asked swami ji to explain swami ji said the wavy waters in the picture are symbolic of karma the lotus of bhakti and the rising sun of jnana the encircling serpent is indicative of yoga and the awakened kundalini shakti while the swan in the picture stands for the paramatman therefore the idea of the picture is that by the union of karma jnana bhakti and yoga the vision of the paramatman is obtained Ranada Babu began to paint this picture the very next day but it was never finished nor shown to Swami ji 
Ranada Babu kept silent, gratified to hear the motive of the picture. After a while, he said, I wish I could learn about art from you. Then Swamiji showed to Ranada Babu a drawing depicting his plan of the future Ramakrishna temple and mud. Then he began to say, In the building of this prospective temple and mud, I have the desire to bring together all that is best in Eastern and Western art. I shall try to apply in its construction all the ideas about architecture which I have gathered in my travels all over the world. A big prayer hall will be built supported on numerous clustered pillars in its walls Hundreds of lotuses will be in full bloom. It must be big enough to accommodate a thousand persons sitting in meditation. The Ramakrishna temple and prayer hall should be built together in such a way that from a distance it would be taken for a representation of the symbol Om. Within the temple there would be a figure Within the temple, there would be a figure of Sri Ramakrishna seated on a swan. On the two sides of the door will be represented the figure of a lion and a lamp licking each other's body in love, expressing the idea that great power and gentleness have become united in love. I have these ideas in my mind and if I live long enough, I shall carry them out. Otherwise, future generations will try if they can do it by degrees. It is my opinion that Sri Ramakrishna was born to vivify all branches of art and culture in this country. Therefore, this mud has to be built up in such a way that religion, work, learning, jnana and bhakti may spread over the world from this center. Be you my helpers in this work. Ranada Babu and the assembled sannyasins and brahmacharins listened to Swamiji in mute wonder. After a while, Swamiji resumed, I am discussing the subject at length with you as you are yourself an adept in the line. Now, please tell me what you have learnt about the highest ideals of art as a result of your long study of it. Ranada Babu What new thing can I tell you? On the contrary, it is you who have opened my eyes on this subject. I have never heard such instructive words on the subject of art in my life. Bless me, sir that I can work out the ideas that I have got from you. Then Swamiji got up from his seat and paced the lawn, remarking to the disciple, He is a very spirited young man. Disciple Sir, he is astonished to hear your words. Swamiji, without answering the disciple, began to hum the lines of a song which Sri Ramakrishna used to sing, The controlled mind is a great treasure, the philosopher's stone which can yield you whatever you want. 
After walking a while, Swamiji, washing his face, entered his room with the disciple in company and read the article on art in the Encyclopedia Britannica for some time. After finishing it, he began to make fun with the disciple, caricaturing the words and accents of East Bengal. Chapter 34 a power working through Swami Vivekananda, reminiscence of East Bengal and the visit to Nag Mahashaya's house, renunciation and not the observance of external forms is the test of spiritual progress, firm determination needed to realize the self. Place Belur Mat, year 1901-1901. Swamiji has returned from Eastern Bengal and Assam a few days back. He is ill and his feet have swollen. Coming to the mud, the disciple went upstairs and prostrated himself at Swamiji's feet. In spite of his ill health, Swamiji wore his usual smiling face and affectionate look. Disciple, how are you Swamiji? Swamiji, what shall I speak of my health, my son? The body is getting unfit for work day by day. It has been born on the soil of Bengal and some disease or other is always overtaking it. The physique of this country is not at all good. If you want to do some strenuous work, it cannot bear the strain. But the few days that the body lasts, I will work for you. I shall die in harness. Disciple, if you give up work for some time and take rest, then you will be all right. Your life means good to the world. Swamiji, am I able to sit quiet, my son? Two or three days before Sri Ramakrishna's passing away, she whom he used to call Kali has entered this body. It is she who takes me here and there and makes me work without letting me remain quiet or allowing me to look to my personal comforts. Disciple, are you speaking it metaphorically? Swamiji, oh no, two or three days before his leaving the body, he called me to his side one day and asking me to sit before him looked steadfastly at me and fell into samadhi. Then I really felt that a subtle force like an electric shock was entering my body. In a little while, I also lost outward consciousness and sat motionless. How long I stayed in that condition, I do not remember. When consciousness returned, I found Sri Ramakrishna shedding tears. On questioning him, he answered me affectionately. Today, giving you my all I have become a beggar. With this power, you are to do many works for the world's good before you will return. I feel that that power is constantly directing me to this or that work. This body has not been made for remaining idle. 
Hearing these words with speechless wonder, the disciple thought, Who knows how common people will take these words? Thereupon, he changed the topic and said, Sir, how did you like our East Bengal? Swamiji, I liked it on the whole. The fields I saw were rich in crops, the climate also is good, and the scenery on the hillside is charming. The Brahmaputra Valley is incomparable in its beauty. The people of East Bengal are a little stronger and more active than those of this part. It may be due to their taking plenty of fish and meat. Whatever they do, they do with great persistence. They use a good deal of oil and fat in their food, which is not good because Taking too much of oily and fatty food produces fat in the body. Disciple How did you find their religious consciousness? Swamiji About religious ideas, I noticed the people are very conservative and many have turned into fanatics in trying to be liberal in religion. One day, a young man brought to me in the house of Mohini Babu at Dhaka a photograph and said, Sir, please tell me who he is. Is he an avatara? I told him gently many times that I know I told him gently many times that I know nothing of it. When, even on my telling him three or four times, the boy did not cease from his persistent questioning. I was constrained to say at last, My boy, henceforth take a little nutritious food and then your brain will develop. Without nourishing food, I see your brain has become dried up. At these words, the young man may have been much displeased. But what could I do? Unless I spoke like this to the boys, they would turn into madcaps by degrees. Disciple In our East Bengal, a great many avatars have cropped up recently. Swamiji People may call their guru an avatara. They may have any idea of him they like. But incarnations of God are not born anywhere and everywhere and at all seasons. At Dhaka itself, I heard there were three or four avatars. Disciple, how did you find the women of that side? Swamiji, the women are very nearly at the same everywhere. I found Vaishnavism strong at Dhaka. The wife of H seemed to be very intelligent. With great care, she used to prepare food and sent it to me. Disciple, I hear you had been to Nag Mahashaya's place. Swamiji, yes, going so far, should I not visit the birthplace of such a great soul? His wife fed me with many delicacies prepared by her own hand. The house is charming like a peace retreat. There I took a swimming bath in a village pond. After that, I had such a sound sleep that I woke at half past two in the afternoon. Of the few days I had sound sleep in my life, that in Nag Mahashaya's house was one. 
Rising from sleep, I had a plentiful repast. Nag Mahashaya's wife presented me a cloth which I tied round my head as a turban and started for Dhaka. I found that the photograph of Nag Mahashaya was being worshipped there. The place where his remains lie interred ought to be well kept. Even now, it is not as it should be. Disciple The people of that part have not been able to appreciate Nag Mahashaya. Swamiji How can ordinary people appreciate a great man like him? Those who had his company are blessed indeed. Disciple What did you see at Kamakya? Swamiji The Shillong hills are very beautiful. There I met Sir Henry Cotton, the Chief Commissioner of Assam. He asked me, Swamiji, after travelling Europe and America, what have you come to see here in these distant hills? Such a good and kind-hearted man as Sir Henry Cotton is rarely found. Hearing of my illness, he sent the civil surgeon and inquired after my health mornings and evenings. I could not do much lecturing there because my health was very bad. On the way, Nitai served and looked after me nicely. Disciple What did you find the religious ideas of that part to be? Swamiji It is the land of the Tantras. I heard of one Hankar Deva who is worshipped there as an avatara. I heard his sect is very widespread. I could not ascertain if Hankar Deva was but another form of the name of Shankaracharya. There are monks, perhaps Tantrika Sanyasins, or perhaps one of the Shankara sects. Disciple The people of East Bengal have not been able to appreciate you, as is the case with Nag Mahashaya. Swamiji Whether they appreciate me or not, the people there are more active and energetic than those of these parts. In time, it will develop more. What are nowadays known as refined or civilized ways have not yet thoroughly entered those parts. Gradually, they will. In all times, etiquette and fashion spread to the countryside from the capital. And this is happening in East Bengal also. The land that has produced a great soul like Nag Mahashaya is blessed and has a hopeful future. By the light of his personality, Eastern Bengal is radiant. Disciple But, sir, ordinary people did not know him as a great soul. He hid himself in great obscurity. Swamiji There they used to make much fuss about my food and say, Why should you eat that food or eat from the hands of such and such? And so on. To which I had to reply, I am a sannyasin and a mendicant friar and what need have I to observe so much outward formality with regard to food, etc. Do not your scriptures say, One should beg his food from door to door, even from the house of an outcast. But of course, 
external forms are necessary in the beginning for the inner realization of religion in order to make the truth of the scriptures practical in one's life haven't you heard of sri ramakrishna's story of bringing out the almanac for water outward forms and observances are only for the manifestation of the great inner powers of man the object of all scriptures is to awaken those inner powers and make him understand and realize his real nature the means are of the nature of ordinances and prohibitions if you lose sight of the ideal and fight over the means only what will it avail in every country i have visited i find this fighting over the means going on and people have on no eye on this ideal shri ramakrishna came to show the truth of this realization of the truth is the essential thing whether you bathe in the ganges for a thousand years or live on vegetable food for a like a period unless it helps towards the manifestation of the self know that it is all of no use if on the other hand any one can realize that the atman without the observance of outward forms then that very non observance of forms is the best means but even after the realization of atman one should observe outward forms to a certain extent for setting an example to the people the thing is that you must make the mind steadfast on something it is steadfast on one object it attains to concentration that is its other modifications die out and there is a uniform flow in one direction many become wholly preoccupied with the outward forms and observances merely and fail to direct their mind to thoughts of the atman If you remain day and night within the narrow groove of ordinances and prohibitions how will there be any expression of the soul the more one has advanced in the realization of the atman the less is he dependent on the observances of forms shankaracharya also has said where is there any ordinance or prohibition for him whose mind is always above the play of the gunas therefore the essential truth is realization know that to be the goal each distinct creed is but a way to the truth the test of progress is the amount of renunciation that one has attained where you find the attraction for lust and wealth considerably diminished to whatever creed he may belong know that his inner spirit is awakening the door of self realization has surely opened for him on the contrary if you observe a thousand outward rules and quote a thousand scriptural texts still if it has not brought the spirit of renunciation in you know that your life is in vain be earnest over this realization and set your heart on it well you have read enough of scriptures but tell me of what avail has it been some perhaps thinking of money have become millionaires whereas you have become a pundit by thinking of scriptures but 
both the bondages attain this supreme knowledge and go beyond vidya and avidya relative knowledge and ignorance disciple sir through your grace i understand it all but my past karma does not allow me to assimilate these teachings swami ji throw aside your karma and all such stuff if it is a truth that by your own past action you have got this body then nullifying the effects of evil works by good works why should you not be a jeevan mukta in this very body know that freedom or self knowledge is in your own hands in real knowledge there is no touch of work but those who work after being jeevan muktas do so for the good of others they do not look to the results of works no seed of desire finds any room in their mind and strictly speaking it is almost impossible to work like that for the good of the world from the householder's position in the whole of hindu scriptures there is the single instance of king janaka in this respect but you nowadays want to pose as janakas in every home but you nowadays want to pose as janakas in every home by begetting children year after year while he was without the body consciousness disciple please bless me that i may attain self realization in this very life swami ji what fear if there is a sincerity of spirit i tell you for a certainty you will attain it in this very life but manly endeavor is wanted do you know what it is i shall certainly attain self knowledge whatever obstacles may come i shall certainly overcome them a firm determination like this is purushakara whether my mother father friends brothers wife and children live or die whether this body remains or goes i shall never turn back till i attain to the vision of the atman this resolute endeavor to advance towards one's goal setting at not all other considerations is termed manly endeavor otherwise endeavor for creature comforts even beasts and birds possess man has got this body simply to realize self knowledge if you follow the common run of people in the world and float with the general current where then is your manliness well the common people are going to the jaws of death but you have come to conquer it advance like a hero don't be thwarted by anything how many days will this body last with its happiness and misery when you have got the human body then rouse the atman within and say i have reached the state of fearlessness say i am that atman in which my lower ego has become merged forever be perfect in this idea and then as long as the body endures speak unto others this message of fearlessness thou art that arise awake 
and stop not till the goal is reached if you can achieve this then shall i know that you are really a tenacious east bengal man chapter 35 plan of the future mud for women soul has no sex women have equal opportunity for realizing the brahman religion to be the center of female education definition of good work work and knowledge place belur mat year 1901 1901 swami ji is in indifferent health since his return to the mat from the shillong hills his feet have swollen all this has made his brother disciples very anxious at the request of swami niranjanananda swami ji has agreed to take kaviraji medicine he is to begin this treatment from next tuesday and entirely give up taking water and salt today is sunday the disciple asked him sir it is terribly hot now and you drink water very frequently it will be unbearable for you now to stop taking water altogether for this treatment swami ji what do you say i shall make a firm resolve on the morning of the day i shall begin this treatment not to take any water after that no water shall pass down the throat any more for 3 weeks not a drop of water shall be able to go down the throat the body is but an outer covering of the mind and whatever the mind will dictate to it it will have to carry out so there is nothing to be afraid of at the request of niranjan i have to undergo this treatment well i cannot be indifferent to the request of my brother disciples it is now about 10 o'clock swami ji cheerfully raised the topic of his future mat for women saying with the holy mother as the center of inspiration a mat is to be established on the eastern bank of the ganges as brahmacharins and sadhus will be trained in this mat so in the other mat also brahmacharinis and sadhvis will be trained disciple sir history does not tell us of any mats for women in india in ancient times only during the buddhistic period one hears of mats for women but from it in course of time many corruptions arose the whole country was overrun by great evil practices swami ji it is very difficult to understand why in this country so much difference is made between men and women whereas the vedanta declares that one and the same conscious self is present in all beings you always criticize the women but say what have you done for their uplift writing down smritis etc and binding them by hard rules the men have turned the women into mere manufacturing machines if you do not raise the women who are the living embodiment of the divine mother don't think that you have any other way to rise disciple 
Women are a bondage and a snare to men. By their maya, they cover the knowledge and dispassion of men. It is for this, I suppose, that scriptural writers hint that knowledge and devotion are difficult of attainment to them. Swamiji, in what scriptures do you find statements that women are not competent for knowledge and devotion? In the period of degradation, when the priest made the other caste incompetent to the study of the Vedas, they deprived the women also of all their rights. Otherwise, you will find that in the Vedic or Upanishadic age, Maitreyi, Gargi and other ladies of revered memory have taken the places of Rishis through their skill in discussing about Brahman. In an assembly of a thousand Brahmanas who were all erudite in the Vedas, Gargi boldly challenged In an assembly of a thousand Brahmanas who were all erudite in the Vedas, Gargi boldly challenged Yajnavalkya in a discussion about Brahman. When such ideal women were entitled to spiritual knowledge, then why shall not the women have the same privilege now? What has happened once can certainly happen again. History repeats itself. All nations have attained greatness by paying proper respect to the women. That country and that nation which do not respect the women have never become great, nor will ever be in future. The principal reason why your race has so much degenerated is that you had no respect for these living images of Shakti. Manu says, Where women are respected, there the gods delight, and where they are not, there all works and efforts come to naught. There is no hope of rise for that family or country where there is no estimation of women where they live in sadness. For this reason, they have to be raised first and an ideal mud has to be started for them. Disciple Sir, when you first returned from the West, in your lecture at the Star Theatre, you sharply criticized the Tantras. Now, by your supporting the worship of women as taught in the Tantras, you are contradicting yourself. Swamiji I denounce only the present corrupted form of Bhamachara of the Tantras. I did not denounce the mother worship of the Tantras or even the real Bhamachara. The purpose of the Tantras is to worship women in a spirit of divinity. During the downfall of Buddhism, the Vamachara became very much corrupted and that corrupted form obtains to the present day. Even now, the Tantra literature of India is influenced by those ideas. I denounce only those corrupt and horrible practices which I do even now. I never objected to the worship of women who are the living embodiment of Divine Mother whose external manifestations appealing to the senses have maddened men, but whose internal manifestation such as knowledge, devotion, discrimination and dispassion 
make man omniscient of unfailing purpose and a knower of brahman she when pleased becomes propitious and the cause of the freedom of man without propitiating the mother by worship and obeisance not even brahma and vishnu have the power to elude her grasp and attain to freedom therefore for the worship of these family goddesses in order to manifest the brahman within them i shall establish the women's mat disciple it may be a good idea but where will you get the women inmates with the present hard restrictions of society who will permit the ladies of their household to join your mat swami ji why so even now there are lady disciples of sri ramakrishna with their help i shall start this month the holy mother will be their central figure and the wives and daughters of the devotees of sri ramakrishna will be its first inmates for they will easily appreciate the usefulness of such a month after that following their example many householders will help in this noble work disciple the devotees of sri ramakrishna will certainly join this work but i don't think the general public will help in this work swami ji no great work has been done in the world without sacrifice who on seeing the tiny sprout of the banyan can imagine that in course of time it will de- develop into a gigantic banyan tree at present i shall start the mud in this way later on you will see that after a generation or two people of the country will appreciate the worth of this mud the lady disciples of mine will lay down their lives for it casting off fear and cowardice you also be helpers in this noble mission and hold this high ideal before all you will see it will shed its luster over the whole country in time disciple sir please tell me all about your plan of this mat for women swami ji on the other side of the ganges a big plot of land would be acquired where unmarried girls or brahmacharini widows will live devout married ladies will also be allowed to stay now and then men will have no concern with this mud the elderly sadhus of the mud will manage the affairs of this mud from a distance there shall be a girl school attached to this women's mud in which religious scriptures literature sanskrit grammar and even some amount of english should be taught other matters such as sewing culinary art rules of domestic work and upbringing of children will also be taught while japa worship and meditation etc shall form an indispensable part of the teaching those who will be able to live here permanently renouncing home and family ties will be provided with food and clothing from this month those who will not be able to do that will be allowed to study in this month as day scholars with the permission of the head of the month 
the latter will be allowed even to stay in the mud occasionally and during such stay will be maintained by the mud the elder brahmacharinis will take charge of the training of the girl students in brahmacharya after 5 or 6 years training in this mud the guardians of the girls may marry them if deemed fit for yoga and religious life with the permission of their guardians they will be allowed to stay in this mud taking the vow of celibacy these celibate nuns will in time be the teachers and preachers of the mud in villages and towns they will open centers and strive for the spread of female education through such devout preachers of character there will be the real spread of female education in the country so long as the students will remain in association with this mud they must observe brahmacharya as the basic idea of this mud spirituality sacrifice and self control will be the motto of the pupils of this mud and service or seva dharma the vow of their life in view of such ideal lives who will not respect and have faith in them if the life of the women of this country be molded in such fashion then only will there be the reappearance of such ideal characters as sita savitri and gargi to what straits the strictures of local usages have reduced the women of this country rendering them lifeless and inert you could only understand if you visited the western countries you alone are responsible for this miserable condition of the women and it rests with you also to raise them again Therefore I say set to work what will it do to memories a few religious books like the Vedas and so on what will it do to memorize a few religious books like the Vedas and so on disciple sir if the girl students after being trained in this mud marry how will one find ideal characters in them will it not be better if the rule is made that those who will be educated in this math shall not marry swami ji can that be brought about all at once they must be given education and left to themselves after that they will act as they think best even after marriage and entering the world the girls educated as above will inspire their husbands with noble ideals and be the mothers of heroic sons but there must be this rule that the guardians of the students in the women's mud must not even think of marrying them before they attain the age of 15 disciple sir then those girls will not command reputation in society nobody would like to marry them swami ji why will not they be wanted in marriage you have not yet understood the trend of society these learned and accomplished girls will never be in want of bridegrooms society nowadays does not follow the text recommending child marriage nor will do it in future even now don't you see disciple but 
there is sure to be a violent opposition against this in the beginning swamiji let it be what is there to be afraid of in that opposition to a righteous work initiated with moral courage will only awaken the moral power of the initiators the more that which meets with no obstruction no opposition only takes men to the path of moral death struggle is the sign of life disciple yes sir swami ji in the highest truth of the parabrahman there is no distinction of sex we only notice this in the relative plane and the more the mind becomes introspective the more that idea of difference vanishes ultimately when the mind is wholly merged in the homogeneous and undifferentiated brahman then such ideas as this is a man or that a woman do not remain at all we have actually seen this in the life of shri ramakrishna therefore do i say that though outwardly there may be a difference between men and women in their real nature there is none therefore if a man can be a knower of brahman why cannot a woman attain to the same knowledge therefore i was saying that if even one amongst the women become a knower of brahman then by the radiance of her personality thousands of women would be inspired and awakened to truth and great well-being of the country and society would ensure do you understand disciple sir your teachings have opened my eyes today swami ji not fully yet when you will realize that all illumining truth of the atman then you will see that this idea of sex distinction has vanished altogether then only will you look upon all women as the veritable manifestation of the brahman we have seen in shri ramakrishna how he had this idea of divine motherhood in every woman of whatever caste she might be or whatever might be her worth it is because i have seen this that i ask you also earnestly to do likewise and open girls schools in every village and try to uplift them if the women are raised then their children will by their noble actions glorify the name of the country then will culture knowledge power and devotion awaken in the country disciple but sir contrary results appear to have come out of the present female education with a smattering of education they take merely to the western modes of living but it is not clear how far they are advancing in the spirit of renunciation self control austerity brahmacharya and other qualities conducive to brahmanyana swami ji in the beginning a few mistakes like that are unavoidable when a new idea is preached in the country some failing to grasp it properly go wrong in that way but what matters it to the well-being of society at large well those who are pioneers of the little bit of female education that now obtains in the country 
were undoubtedly very great-hearted. But the truth is that some defect or other must creep into that learning or culture which is not founded on a religious basis. But now, female education is to be spread with religion as its center. All other training should be secondary to religion. Religious training, the formation of character and observance of the vow of celibacy, these should be attended to. In the female education which has obtained up till now in India, it is religion that has been made a secondary concern. Hence, those defects you were speaking of have crept in. But no blame attaches therefore to the women. Reformers have proceeded to start female education without being brahmacharans themselves have stumbled like that. Founders of all good undertakings before they launch on their desired work must attain to the knowledge of the Atman through rigorous self-discipline. Otherwise, defects are bound to occur in their work. Disciple Yes, sir. It is observed that many educated women spend their time in reading novels and so on. But in East Bengal, even with education, women have not given up their religious observances. Is it so here in this part? Swamiji In every country, nations have their good and bad sides. Ours is to do good works in our lives and hold an example before others. No work succeeds by condemnation. It only repels people. Let anybody say what he likes. Don't contradict him. In this world of Maya, whatever work you will take up will be attended with some defect. All works are covered with defects as fire is with smoke. Every fire has a chance of being attended with smoke. But will you on that account sit inactive? As far as you can, you must go on doing good work. Disciple What is this good work? Swamiji Whatever helps the manifestation of Brahman is good work. Any work can be done so as to help, if not directly, at least indirectly, the manifestation of the Atman. But... Following the path laid down by the Rishis, that knowledge of the Atman manifests quickly. On the contrary, the doing of works which have been indicated by the scriptural writers as wrong brings only bondage of the soul and sometimes this bondage of delusion does not vanish even in many lives. But in all ages and climes, freedom is sure to be attained by jivas ultimately. For the Atman is the real nature of the Jiva. Can anybody give up his own nature? If you fight with your shadow for a thousand years, can you drive it away from you? It will always remain with you. Disciple But sir, according to Shankara, karma is antagonistic to Jnana. He has variously refuted the intermingling of Jnana and karma. So, how can karma be helpful to the manifestation of jnana? Swamiji Shankara, after saying so, has again described karma as indirect help to the manifestation of jnana and the means for the purification of the mind. 
but I do not contradict his conclusion that in transcendent knowledge there is no touch of any work whatsoever. So long as man is within the realm of the consciousness of action, agent and the result of action, he is powerless to sit idle without doing some work. So, as work is thus ingrained in the very nature of man, then why don't you go on doing such works as are helpful to the manifestation of the knowledge of the Atman? That all work is the effect of ignorance may be true from the absolute standpoint, but within the sphere of relative consciousness it has a great utility. Talks with Swami Vivekananda Page number 266.